0: Hello! Hi there! Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. Dear listeners, in every episode, we interact with industry experts or leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help our audience learn great things. Also, we share an interesting trivia or fun fact about the IT world towards the end of every episode. Thank you for tuning in. This is Naveen and with my co-host Sudhakar. So folks, Agile methodology has changed or transformed the IT industry initially and now it started spreading its wings and spreading its benefits to other domains. Because Agile has a lot of advantages in terms of launching the product quickly and with a close partnership with the customers or the users that are part of the entire ecosystem. So Agile has changed the way work is being being done, the way products are being launched, the way IT projects are delivered and the way services are delivered. So given that Agile has a lot to do with regard to transforming the businesses, transforming the way we work, so on and so forth, we were pondering if there is any role of HR, the human resource professionals in the Agile transformation. So today we are going to discuss a topic around HR's role in Agile transformation. And we are pleased to welcome Smita to our show.
1: Smita Yadav is an extremely motivated woman who leads from the front. Being agile, disciplined, and staying organized are her personal traits for being so much successful. Her advice to all listeners is to pursue their dreams without setting any boundaries. With 14 years of rich experience in human resource business partnering and total rewards, Smita Yadav has been part of the leadership team responsible for strategic and operational management of highly successful organizations. Smita has steered the workplace and people agenda of globally dynamic organizations like Vachusa, Mindtree, Kony and CDK Global. In her current role, Smita is building strong and productive relationships with her key stakeholders. As part of that, she engages with people and business to bring about required behavior and winning attributes to exceed performance outcomes smitha's primary focus areas include building inclusive and a great place by employing positive psychology and mindful leadership principles for empowering leaders to deliver their best individually and collectively as a cohesive unit smitha welcome to our show and we really appreciate you taking time
2: Thanks, Naveen and Sudhakar, for partnering with me on this uh, such a big, remarkable platform. I must say, you guys are simply amazing. Thanks for having me here.
1: Thank you, Smita, for taking time and support from the audience and the guests like you are actually keeping us uh, continuing this journey of transforming the lives of students and young professionals on that topic smitha let us talk about your overall human resources journey how would you describe it meaning what are some of the key elements that helped you to soar professionally
2: Sure, that's a very interesting question, Sudhakar. So, I would like to describe this in just two words, uh, you know, and that is a roller coaster ride. And why I say it's a roller coaster ride? Because, you know, my journey you know, of uh, 14 years has been filled with excitements, highs, lows, and most importantly, it was fulfillment. The last decade in the industry itself has been, you know, immense learning, right from my internship days when I started my career to the HR leadership role that I am currently in. And to add to that, I think the HR function in the high tech industry itself was evolving by leaps and bounds and I was fortunate enough to grab the right opportunity which included automating the HR offerings, drawing insights and meaningful analysis to enable impactful talent-related decisions. The business agenda has always been towards retaining the top and critical talent of an organization and I am a personal believer of the statistics which says that 30% of the talent contributes to 80% of the productivity. And you know, because this whole intention of the you know podcast, is to cater to the freshers as well, right? And people who are getting trained into HR right now. Another area which we are working currently as an industry is to hire, engage, develop and retain the millennials. So, it is this millennial generation which is going to, you know, become the future leaders. And I would just like to, you know, uh, tell them about three mantras that I followed so far in my career. And I believe in our accelerate the learning curve, right? It is very important that we raise our hands for the most complex projects and not, uh, you know, feel scared or shy about it. Collaboration, working towards greater good by co-owning goals with the business. Resilience, not being deterred by failures and working with renewed vigor and focus.
1: Great points there, Smita. The current generation of HR, or for that matter, any organization, are going through the times of managing the four generations.
2: Just to add, we had, you know, we are currently working with the baby boomers, the Gen X, the Gen Y, and the Gen Zs. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Those are the four generations that I was talking about. And like everything, HR function also is going through a stage of transformation and evolution, right? Especially during this pandemic situation. How do you engage with employees in these tough times where you don't get an opportunity to meet with most of them in person? And how do you tackle it from HR standpoint, Smita?
2: So, uh, Sudhakar, organizations are constantly reorganizing their energies to innovate and engage with the employees. Needless to say, the pandemic, you know, has accelerated the efforts and results. But definitely, the health, wellness and safety definitely took precedence in this pandemic situation. Organizations went to the extent of enhancing the medical insurance policy immediately without any delay. Virtual learning is emphasized in all the team meetings. Conducting surveys on weekly basis to understand the health of the employees and their family members is also another initiative which is being run you know in the industry and uh, if we ask about what are the you know the skills of a leader right that one is looking for right now definitely you know trust, resilience and empathy turned out to be the paramount skill of a leader be it the HR or business this is one thing which has you know come out quite out uh, right here and in the current scenario many team integration activities were also made to happen digitally such as the online family engagement practices webinars with the industry experts Thank you. the cat which is not only limited to, you know, to the business, but also to the health and wellness of the employees. Right from having, you know, online classes with the yoga instructors to, you know, having uh, something on stress and anxiety to helping women, uh, you know, because we always see, you know, that women have played two different roles uh, and, and the generation definitely is changing for greater good. We see men and women partnering together, but how to make it seamless, tips were being given by the experts in that, you know, area as well. So we made it come out that way. Online communication exercise virtual challenges a lot of recognition and acknowledgement right so many things were being part of the initiatives that we were uh, looking for our employees to feel engaged about and employees also about the organization when it comes to the employees they also are feeling quite committed to the organization and have stayed motivated throughout this tough time of pandemic
0: you touched upon the right aspects like there are many things that have changed especially the family engagement part and giving more focus to the fitness and health aspects of it likewise so Smita we all look at our past and smile or laugh at that like it shows (laughs) that whether we are in the right direction or at the right pace but at times we wonder whether things have moved as per our plan or not so here is a question for you what is one thing that you wish you had known when you began your career
2: That's again a very interesting question. (laughs) Thanks for that. I wish I had focused more on networking, right? And I say this because I should have started early as it would have definitely, you know, I would have invested a lot of time and efforts in that. And nevertheless, I think I've come a long way and, uh, you know, as the belief goes, better late than never, right? So that is one thing which is on my mind.
0: Wonderful. So what is one other thing that you see today in HR which is completely different to the times when you started your HR career?
2: Right. So, David, I mean, as we all know, right, HR is now driven by data. So, be it any intervention, any strategy, goal, or for that matter, decisions, these are all being operated relying on data and numbers, which definitely is a sea change from when, how we have evolved as a HR function in itself.
1: Continuing on that topic, Smita, what is one lesson that you learned from your HR leaders that you find it very useful, relevant, even today?
2: sure so Sudhakar, uh, you know to answer your question the lesson I think which I've learned from the leaders right uh, whom I have interacted with in my experience has been Kaizen which is continuous improvement we, as we understand that we are all in a very fast-paced environment which is evolving every hour and that is why I think we need to invest our time wisely on a daily basis put forth at least you know 30 minutes to one hour it could be basis what we want to absorb from what's happening around I think yes continuous improvement is the word
0: Wonderful. So thanks for bringing that continuous improvement aspect because continuous improvement helps us in evolving ourselves and uh, transforming in the right direction so that we can be more productive, we can be up to date. Great point.
2: And just to add to that, Naveen, I think, you know, for the new generation, right, it is very important for them to learn from experiences of the, uh, you know, earlier generations also. So it's very important uh, for them to, you know, look back and see, okay, you know, what kind of advancements had happened in the past? How were they being handled that time? what can we foresee in future learn from others experiences I think yes that's a good question thanks for
0: that absolutely and I think in this case uh, reverse coaching or reverse mentoring might help somebody who is at a gen x or the baby boomer level right probably as a HR you guys might want to run those kind of initiatives which will help the senior uh, most leaders in the organizations especially in the non-technology world right wherein there will be a lot of gap that needs to be addressed and all it might come handy
2: Certainly, certainly, Naveen. So, uh, I think a lot of questions have been aimed at me. Let me put forth one question. I'm okay with any one of you answering that, Naveen Sudhakar. So, uh, how do you see HR uh, adding value to the business?
1: Sudhakar, over to you. Smita, the way I see HR adding value is in knowledge industry, people is everything. Human resources are everything. So I see HR adding value in two aspects. One, by ensuring and, you know, working with the company leaders also to train and develop employees as part of continuous learning process. That is one. And the second one, I would say, is reward the high performers through increased compensation and periodic uh, promotions and ensuring that they get what they deserve. That way, continuous learning and regular uh, reward activity, both of them put together is two aspects that I would say that the strong performers will continue to be with, with the company and thereby improving or increasing the value.
0: One other aspect which I would like to add here is more about the calibration part of it, right? So from my experience, what I have seen is HR is going to passively observe people and whoever is doing well, right? They definitely look out for someone and try to give them some enough opportunities so that these guys can grow faster. And similarly, if somebody is not doing well, rather than blaming them, hey, this is not what you are supposed to do. But these guys will try to be very empathetic and try to understand from the shoes of the employee and give them a chance and come up with a contingency plan like PIPs or maybe assigning a coach or mentor. So likewise, I see a lot of value addition from the HR fraternity and they are also strong partners with the business in terms of executing the business plan. So one of the key functions, I would say.
2: Definitely, definitely, Naveen, yes. Great to hear
0: from both All right, thank you. Smita, in, in HR, you go through some real tough experiences, right? Uh, dealing with people and especially dealing with people from diverse background, diverse experience, uh, so on and so forth. Can you share one experience like which is staying with you now and which might stay for some more time in terms of one challenging situation which you have dealt successfully?
2: So working for 14 years in the industry, I certainly had few tough experiences. However, you know, I must say every time I dealt with them, I pushed myself to greater excellence, right? Because we should never leave any scope left out for learning. So I believe that every opportunity or every threat should be considered as a learning. And uh, I remember very vividly that I was newly appointed as an HR partner for an engineering group whose leader was not very famous to be kind of, you know, empathetic. But that's how people perceive and perceptions, right, uh, change, right? And when we get to know the person, uh, when we start working with them, we understand their mindset, their, you know, uh, psyche. And uh, when I heard I was not deterred, uh, when I heard that, you know, there is a different personality, which, you know, was tough for the previous HR. And I took it uh, quite sportingly and I said, okay, let me see. I would love working with, you know, <laughs> such a challenging environment. And then when I went there, you know, the first meeting itself, I thought that the battle is won. The reason being, you know, because when I went there, I went with an open book and i came back with lot of what expectations they have from HR. So, when we listen to people, right, it is like half of the job is done when we listen to them. And half, you know, we have to make some plans to see how we can evolve their team, their functions, right? That is how I think, uh, you know, we need to gain trust first. Whenever we are meeting somebody, we shouldn't go with any assumption or any perception of others, but build our own perception about people, right? And being in HR, we understand different, you know, uh, psyche of people, you know. There's a lot of learning that we do in our own textbooks, which I I am a strong believer of books and I've read a lot about different personality types and when I you know saw this person I knew that this person was quite impulsive but in the positive way people don't work with him may not know him but I definitely felt that this is one person who is quite passionate about something and that's why it doesn't believe somebody so easily right but uh, perception changed after we started working right because when we work with the business leaders there is a lot of uh, work which happens around meeting the teams hearing the challenges sharing with leaders right making basically building a bridge between the leaders leadership team and the employees also so that way I uh, definitely enjoyed that experience because uh, I was not being welcomed much but it changed right the meeting culminated into many other meetings and then we got quite comfortable with each other trusted each other on the decisions that we were making on our people and just to add you know I feel an important skill every HR should have is to gain trust and be able to influence and that is possible only through backing our interventions with data. Going to leaders with meaningful uh, data enables them to take wise people decisions. That That's it, yeah.
1: Great points there. Trust and influence driven by data. Amazing, Smita. One final question for this session. What advice would you give someone who wants to pursue a career similar to yours? Sure, sure,
2: So, one thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, find out your area of interest. I am saying this because HR in itself, the function in itself, uh, the discipline in itself is an ocean. We have roles such as operations, business partnering, total rewards, diversity, champions, learning and development, right, talent acquisition. There are many more emerging such as transition leader, people capability, maturity leaders, right? So, we have to actually find out what is our strength. And there are a lot of, you know, uh, material available on the web, uh, in our college lectures. We need to understand what is our interest based on which we definitely can pursue. And there's always a rotations which happen in HR. So, you know, you always have the opportunity to do everything. You could be that lucky also. Or you could become a niche expert in any one, beat, like total rewards. And three tenets I would suggest, you know, for the listeners is don't worry about your future. Shape your future. The only way to predict future, the only way to predict predict future is to create one, right? So genuine believer in that. Think broadly in terms of interest, skill and market. A lot of uh, passionate things need to be adding value to business. Think about those things, what is being uh, done and build a career. Don't run after money. That is my tenet, which I had always practiced. Definitely a lot of learning of what the industry is doing will definitely make take you there. But don't run after money. Build a career. Money will follow And lastly, as a closing thought, right? This is uh, this word is, you know, originated from South Africa. I would just want to, you know, tell the listeners about this. It's a closing thought. Uh, it's Ubuntu. Ubuntu means I am because you are. In simple words, right? Demonstrate gratitude. Always stay in touch with your peers, your leaders. Build a network. It will take you and others a very long way professionally and personally.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us today, Smita. It was indeed great to talk to you about HR's roles in this agile and dynamic transformation world. We really appreciate you sharing your thoughts and thank you very much for taking your time.
2: Thanks, Sudhakar. Thanks, Naveen. I really appreciate all the hard work which goes in the background. The intent is very, uh, you know, I can say genuine with which we are running this platform. So thank you for that.
0: Thank you for your kind words and the support. I appreciate it, Smita. And folks, if you have liked this episode, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues for whom you care for. Because the Guiding Voice podcast series is a purely not-for-profit venture and our team puts in a lot of effort to bring the best conversations to all our listeners. And our purpose is very clear. We want to provide curated guidance to all the professional students out there, be it from engineering, B-Schools, and all the IT employees and entrepreneurs, so that all of you can make informed decisions based on the insights that are driven by the industry experts, coaches, leaders, or academicians across the globe because if you share this with your friends it helps them also learn great insights from every episode or if you are listening to the guiding voice podcast on the apple podcast please do not forget to leave a review and a five star rating because every rating will help us expand our reach and contribute to our mission to shape the careers and lives of millions of people across the globe and if you are watching the episode on youtube Please do not forget to hit the like button and subscribe to our channel. And last but not the least, I want to reiterate, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues. Thank you so much in advance. Alright, so it brings us to the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about Ethernet networking. And folks, here comes the question. Do you know which company invented Ethernet networking? You may be wondering, it might be Cisco or AT&T. But you know, the company which is known for photocopying machines, Xerox, right? It is the company which has invented Ethernet networking. I'm sure you might have not guessed about it, but it is a fact interesting isn't it thank you for listening there is more in store folks stay tuned take care be safe until next time bye bye and we are signing off